0: Thank <music> you. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, depending on where you are in the world. I always start all of my meetings at work like that, so I figured I might as well start this session off like that as well. Uh, thank you for joining me. For another episode of ITN Live. We are rounding out season one, and I'm telling you, I'm definitely saving the uh, the winners. For, for, for the end here. Uh, I, I've got a young man here who I've known for a good bit of time before I had all of this salt in my beard, uh, uh, before he was a father, um, just a while, while ago. And we're, we're gonna talk a little bit about that, but uh, sit back, you guys, enjoy this 30, 45 minute session while I bring on Mr. Gregarious Narain. Sir, how are you?
1: Hi, good, my how are you?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm fantastic. You know, I, uh, my, my wife had me doing a lot of honeydews today. We are uh, doing some things in the yard, so I, it's now a pleasure to sit down with you and, and to just have a conversation and, and, drink, and drink my cup of coffee. I'm, I'm an older gentleman, right? I'm, I, like, like we were saying earlier, I'm, I'm over 50, so I still drink coffee after, after 6 o'clock in the evening.
1: Didn't you ever find it funny that, like, our parents and stuff would drink, like, you know, caffeinated tea at night before they went to bed? <laughs> Look, I still, I do that, right? I
0: yeah. I don't know. I I think once I hit 50, it started affecting me. But until yeah. then, I could drink coffee all day, all night, regardless. And still, as soon as I hit the bed, I'd, I'd be down. But... You know, right right now, I'm kind of in between, in, in in the middle stages. So we'll we'll see how it works. You know, for the, for these next few months, 2020 right. is a weird though. So who, who knows what's going to happen? 2020 <laughs> thing. How are you, man? Uh, t- tell the folks. I know who you are, but tell the people. Give us the elevator pitch, right? Tell everyone who Gregorius is.
1: Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good question. It's always hard to summarize yourself. I guess it's but, a loaded question. I know it is. Look, there's there's probably a couple of vectors worth uh, of ways to understand me. I guess Um, some ways, um, you know. Look, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur for 25 years, um, and fundamentally, um, I picked up all the skills required to be a good entrepreneur over time because I didn't have any of that formal education. Right? Uh, I started as a designer. uh, Worked most of my life as a developer uh spent tons of time as a product manager strategist and then you know at my last startup ended up sort of in like in solutions and sales even um so i've i've got so a well-rounded entrepreneur at this point uh I've done a few venture backed kind of businesses and lots of failed startups um but at the same time uh you know i'm proudly and happily uh, a father to a 5 year old um you know married to an amazing woman um maria and um you know i'm happy to try to create the family life that i always hoped for or sort of saw idealized and now i'm trying to create that for myself um and you know and then the other part of me is is um you know much like you uh i've become pretty invested you know personally in sort of sharing my experience my story um and my journey and then that journey is is expanded quite a bit to include more and more Sort of fitness and health and ultimately longevity i hope in the process right
0: right you are i'll say uh, I'm, I'm from the country right you you're, you're a gumbo of you you're a little bit of everything but uh, yeah i mean you're you're only mid-40s and again you say you've been an entrepreneur for 20 some years i can name off Well, i i know a handful that, that you've been a part of i mean shoot we work um, tech stars clout. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I mean, now I'm flashing back. So here, check this out. And I, I pulled this off of the wall. Um, oh, look at that! This, look at that. <laughs> this is my this is my old school clout squad that uh, Megan yeah. and Joe had sent to me. And, and so that was back in what 2008, 2009 timeframe. Yeah,
1: that was uh, more than what is that? 12 years now. That seems like forever. Seems like forever, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right you, you guys were on to something back then talk to me a little bit about i guess why you chose the route of going a serial entrepreneur versus going and working in a more traditional route right i mean yeah because you because you lived in san francisco so you had all of the you know the big silicon valley uh giants there you know you, you could have gone and done a facebook and a google and yeah. all those, but you chose to go your own route
1: well, you know, got, I'm born and raised in New York and uh, I'm the first generation son of, you know, two Guyanese immigrants that came here and, um, you know, one of the things I'm proudest about, about like my culture and, and my family and where I grew up was was the entrepreneurial spirit um, and sort of the ambition that was like weaved into their DNA. Right. And... You know, my dad was um, in real estate. My mom ran, was did a little bit of real estate, but also ran, like, and it still runs, She's still runs an ice cream shop in the Bronx every day. I love it. Um, you know, at 79 or 78 or 79 years old. And, uh, you know, so to that end, like, entrepreneurship has sort of been in the family, sort of from the beginning. Um, I grew up around that. I saw that from the beginning, uh, you know, every day of my life, basically. And honestly, I, I think I've been an entrepreneur since practically like the third grade like even in the third grade when i was starting to design like i did a sign little sign for my desk you know it like had my name on it and then people were asking me to like make them their signs so i started charging little <laughs> third graders
0: <laughs> i'm out there doing a paper route and cutting people's grass you're <laughs> yeah. coding at three years old and okay I, I, yeah so i was selling i
1: was selling like you know desk art you know back in uh desktop art for a third grade um I, I went on to selling candy and gum like in junior high and then school supplies in college and computers at the end of high school building and selling computers i've always been an entrepreneur but honestly i i got into med school um you know my parents like had beaten into me like you know physically you should be a doctor <laughs> You get. <laughs> um, I, I know some of that. Okay. You know? I know <laughs> yeah. uh, Again, I'm I'm
0: I'm from the country. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, you know, literally and figuratively, right? Like, and and, and I, I studied, I trained, I you know, I did. Um, I, I have a degree in sociology actually from NYU, but pre med as well at the same time. Got into med schools and then okay. decided that this was a horrible idea and I don't want to do that. So. <laughs> Um, I ended up moving to, uh, you know, into technology more full heartedly. And um, and that was I became a tech entrepreneur. Um, And since then, you know, it's just been one long thread that I kept pulling. You know, um, when we started our first company, it was a web design company. I was an art, I did a lot of art back then. I was a designer. And so I was the design part of a web design company that I started with my best friend and another friend from high school. And then little by little, I became a developer and then ultimately I became like a product entrepreneur, software product entrepreneur, uh, you know, probably 23 f- years ago out of that 25 working. Gotcha.
0: gotcha. I mean, I, I mean, I, I rattled off a handful of them that, that I can think of just off the top of my head. And I think today you're more focused on your founder craft. Right? I mean, you're the, is, it, is that what I, would I be right if I call that an incubator or what, what would be the, the best? Definition. Yeah. Of what founder so i actually launching. I'm launching a new startup. I haven't ever talked about it. Uh, so Ladies and uh, gentlemen, we got some groundbreaking, groundbreaking news here. Uh, and
1: but yes, uh, I am launching a new startup actually later this month or, or early, like just after Fourth of July. We're, we're close. We're I was actually working on the website all day, okay. um, but uh, it's a new company called Fanbase, and it's like the third part of the trilogy. So. Clout was sort of influencers, like scoring influencers, and then Shoot was fans to brands, and now uh, I'm building fan base, which is a CRM for your followers. So we're we're trying to implement a proper marketing funnel for um, social marketers.
0: Interesting. Okay. Okay. So you're taking almost the best of those two
1: worlds. Yeah.
0: And is the the so the focus is on the the brand as opposed to the influencer?
1: it's right. uh, so technically now it's broadly on the account owner so anyone anyone who's got a following an audience that they've built but you know as you know we've all got an audience out there but we don't necessarily know everyone in the audience and so we built a tool to put them into a funnel and ultimately help you convert and close them gotcha yeah so brands can do it but influencers can also do it just to learn how to make better content or learn how to sell more product or learn how to create better ideas whatever it may be there's a ton of the use cases but um, so that's actually my new company, which I haven't updated the world to yet, uh, which is called Fanbase. Fanbasehq.com. Yes, but, got, um,
0: I've got my you know early access request yes. in. I, I tried to talk to someone who's at the company. I haven't haven't heard much back. You, you know anybody there? Maybe I, <laughs> I, 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 you know there, there's a long queue
1: of people waiting to get in. Uh, you got a guy. <laughs> but Foundercraft, more importantly to your first question or the the real question you know for the last two years in between short sort of shoot getting acquired and, and moving to denver and figuring out what i want to do next i really embraced the idea of um really giving back to the other entrepreneurs because you know a part of me wasn't sure like if i had another startup in me um and like if i wanted to dive right back in and so i took some time and what I really found that I really do enjoy is like sort of mentoring and helping other entrepreneurs, you know, fundamentally, one part of my philosophy is that, you know, if you don't teach things that you, the teach things that you've learned, you actually don't learn anything at all. Right. And so um, I really dived into mentorship and other forms of sort of advisory work and, and helping. And so um, I don't take equity, generally speaking in the companies with Foundercraft. I, you know, we assign a value and we do work with them. But like my goal is to sort of be a virtual co-founder to other founders who maybe don't have as much experience, help them see around some corners, you know, help them solve whatever problem it is that, that they think they can't handle, which they usually can. They just, you know, are overwhelmed by, right. you know, sort of the breadth of all the things. And so that that's what I've been doing for the last couple of years at Foundercraft is it like an advisory company. And then Fanbase is about to become my primary Day to day stuff. So there's 24
0: hours. Yeah. A single in a single day, right? We we, we sleep maybe two of them. <laughs> you, you're still going to stay at the helm of Foundercraft. I mean, because what you do there. I mean, I log in and watch some of your your episodes and your shows yeah. and, and the things that you say on a regular basis. Incredibly insightful, right? You've got you've got a a list team around you and with you that are helping guide and direct entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, wh- whatever the case may be. So, I mean, that work can't stop, right? And, and, I, and, and I think, again, you're, you're a critical piece of that because you bring in those yeah. 20 plus years of, of experience, pitfalls, successes, and whatever the case may be. Yeah. So so when, when you click publish on Fanbase HQ, how are you going to talk to us about how you going to mentally adjust some of that time? Right. Again, how yeah. are you going to be able to?
1: So I, I think um, where one, I do it because the, for me that's my, my brain candy. Right. And so I don't, that's like my release. That's my escape. It's a way to like think about new ways to solve my own problems. It's about seeing what else is out in the world. It's also like for my own mental health, To be able to do that as well. And so to me, like the live content I produce, and by the way, I'm building tools for content creators. And so it's always like an ongoing part of the research of my customer anyway, right? Like, so staying a creator keeps me connected to like the struggles and the challenges that actual creators are seeing. Building an audience and having to maintain and grow an audience actually still keeps me connected to the challenges that I'm trying to solve for. So there, there's a nice overlap in that regard to the content side. I think the part that goes down is the advisory work, right? So, you know, I, I won't be like taking on new clients, you know, past like a certain point. I'll, and I'll probably be reducing time with, with any clients I have or tapering down engagements that exist. On but my team is still there and my co-founders are still there. So I still have punkage and marcella and and ruth and all my other folks i've been collaborating with and working with and i'm one part of that equation right um on the shows i like to be the glue right like whenever i can be to all my 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 great friends that are out there but you know much like like we can do now um those shows sorry they don't actually take any prep um like, it's part of what I love about life. Um, you know, like the good thing about being around for a long time and knowing a lot of people is you have great connections, friends, resources to bring in and have a conversation with, right? And the even better part about being sort of a product person or a pattern matcher, right, like me, is I can have a conversation on anything, right? And so we're always having topics that we kind of already know about in one little bit or another way. And so sometimes I want to learn about a topic. So I bring somebody in and we're just interviewing them live, but it doesn't take a tremendous amount of time. It's really just a coordination, kind of like what we had to do, like send an email, follow up. That's So, so that part's pretty small in the, in the broad scope of things. Um, But yeah, I don't, I think that's the part that probably goes down. I'll probably be less accessible for like office hours and things like that, you know, going forward on on the founder craft side. Um, But I will still be, you know, and I, look, we're bootstrapping. So like to some degree, like the boot, the, the, the other part keeps the other one, one feeds the other. Right. right.
0: I love that. I love that. And I mean, again, when you, I guess I'll circle back as well. When you know your content or when you, when, when you know <laughs> what you're going to talk about or your business, it's it's not tough. I mean, yeah. ir- ir- irregardless of what it is that you're doing from a day-to-day perspective, if you're passionate about what you're doing, if you know what you're talking about, and if, if you're vested yeah. in it yourself, uh, you know, look, yeah, we didn't do a whole lot of prep because we already go back and we know that we were just going to sit here and uh, have some have some laughs, tell some jokes. <laughs> uh, I may actually, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and take this time and embarrass you slightly yeah. because, <laughs> like, so we met, at a couple of times that I actually came to the cloud office, but yeah. every time that I came there, I'd go over to the cafeteria, grab a beer. You were in a meeting. I don't know if you guys were planning something, doing real work. <laughs> um, and yeah. then this, the next time that we really interacted, I don't know if you remember. Do you, tell me, tell me if you remember.
1: I think we had a party, right? Or, or it was one of our events there's that you would
0: come. But there's, there's always
1: a party. yeah. So we, it was maybe, like one of the. I think we'd done like an event for, I forgot which brand it was. I think what we did a brand, pulled a brand event for Cloud. It was one of our earlier campaigns. Well, you, I think you came, well, I know I
0: know Megan was at the one for the Sacramento Kings and, and I was there for that. Uh, yeah, I wasn't that and one. And Joe came up. But it was actually Pressnomics.
1: Oh yeah, okay. Wait, oh, that's funny. Like that's not the one I was remembering. I was thinking it was like <laughs> TNT for some reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I found, because Josh had me actually, uh, I had just kind of started, you know, really blogging and shouts out to Pagely because Infotainment News is hosted on on Pagely. But I was looking back and I found (laughs) this right here. (laughs) This is uh, (laughs) Gregorius talking the business of of visual media back in, I think, 2012 at Pressnomics in was Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, that was a trip.
1: <laughs> I don't have the same, quite the same anymore.
0: <laughs> you don't even, you don't have that uh, photo anymore. Either, do you? I don't, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I don't I think, think I, I have that photo that anymore. I, I do remember that talk though, because one of the funnier parts about that talk was that I proved that you can use visual media to tell a story because I randomly chose all the photos for the slide. Like it had no relation to the content. <laughs> yep,
0: yep, and, I, and I'm, I'm in the back with my old Sony camera one of, one of the original mirrorless Sony's it got yeah. overheated because I was taking video and, and it, well now yeah. I get off that tangent but <laughs> so, so, so that's how far we go back and yeah. let me circle back um, I, I had to throw that in because if I didn't I'd, I'd, I'd be upset at myself but I guess back to your utilization of time so Fanbase HQ is coming out, FounderCraft, okay. all, all the other activities that you're doing. You got a little, uh, what was it five, six-year-old now? You got you got yeah, someone running around the house too, right? So yeah. I, I'm quite sure that, I, I know that guy is just, w- what's bringing that smile on your face right now, right? <laughs> I, because hey, I hear his little feet running <laughs> around upstairs already.
1: <laughs> But that's what it's all about
0: right that's yeah. that's what it's all about talk to us about being a father to young boy five year five six years old now talk to us about yeah. that experience
1: it is you know i i will say like there's a lot you know this day and age a lot of people feel like they don't need a a child anymore right or it's like like you know there's, there's a lot of people waiting longer and longer to have a kid and mm-hmm. um I think they're missing out. Um, I just feel like it, it, there's there's like a whole journey of life, and I get it. It's a it's a full on delta, 180 degree, pride from everything you could have imagined. You know, or certainly it's a it's some kind of wormhole thing where you don't show up. You show up in your the life you thought you were going to have maybe 18 years later. But um, but it is there is not. I I can't really say like there's anything more fulfilling in my life than than having my son. Um, you know, I I think it's people think um the thing, it's a selfish pursuit. It's like mentorship, but like it's almost like I'll explain mentorship. It's like you have as much to gain out of it as as the per the little person that you're sort of in, or, or individual you're imparting whatever advice, knowledge, experience to. Yeah. Right. And um you, you know, you, you don't get a you don't you never have a mirror on yourself truly until you have a child because the second you have that child, it becomes this mirror when you're like, are these the things I want to pass down? Right. Because suddenly it echoes back to you, right. It's that mirror that talks back to you and, you know, seeing a a whole human being evolve and sort of become their own person, but like also be a part of you and be a part of like your, you know, your partner, it's really an amazing thing. And, you know, um, for me, it's been a tremendous opportunity for reflection. It's been uh, an, an attempt, as I said, I think I said in the beginning, really to, to I think, try to create the idealized childhood that I had hoped for, right? Like, okay. as much as I can, right? Like, you know, my parents are workaholic entrepreneurs, right? Like, and going into my son's, the beginning of my son's life, I was a workaholic entrepreneur as well, right? Like, And you know, um, honestly, my wife was really pissed about that. Right. And, um, you know, and, and now like, you know, as, as things evolved, I started to see like that, that's not how I want to be. Right. I don't, I don't want to be like raised by, I don't want him raised by his grandparents. like I was, I want to be raised by, I want to be raised by his parents. Right. And I want to know what he likes and I want to know what he cares about. And I want to help him learn new things. And I want to learn new things because he's learning new things. Um, and 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 so and I'm not resentful of my parents. It's just that because I have a mirror, or because you know, even back then, you like you know, when you're growing up, you got friends, you know, like you got like you know, um, you know, you got neighbors. You see differences, right? And sort of you, you develop a plot line in your head about like what family is and what family what you'd like it to be like, right? And, you know, having a child, having a family, forget the child, even it's still like a chance for you to create the, the future and the timeline that you think you'd like. Right. Like yeah. and, and so I think, like, you know, um, I got that by having my wife. Right. Like first, like where you get to model and build a relationship and a life together with someone like that you can share it with. And then you have that with your son and it gives every day a bit of purpose. Right. Um, and it makes every day a little bit a new a new kind of adventure, um, and I don't know if you're like me and you're hypochondriac. It's like every day is a day for crapping your pants a little bit more. Like, <laughs> you know, like of, of what's the next thing that's gonna go right or wrong, right? Like, so.
0: <laughs> look, look, let me tell you something. I um, I'm a he- couple of years ahead of you. Yeah. Because uh, so I, I've got two. My our daughter is 18. Her son is 15 and a half. Our daughter just graduated high school in the midst of 2020 and yeah. going through all of what she went to or what she didn't go through. So, so, so that's one thing, uh, she applied to college, every college she got applied to said, yes, we learned, we told her to spin the globe, go wherever you want to go, irregardless of what we say, your yeah. friends say your grandparents, whatever the case. Is, right. So she's going to UCLA. That's tough. Right. I, I, that is phenomenal. Right, we're incredibly proud of her. I mean, it's it's, it's ridiculous how proud, but I mean, just that whole dynamic of going from birth to elementary to high school to now going to where she's getting ready to branch off, and hopefully take some of the lessons that me and my wife have taught her. Right, to to stay on as much of that narrow path as possible, but now she's going to go off and do her own thing. So, so that. You, you have that to look forward to my, my friend. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the son is, is, is the same, but different. I mean, that's your guy. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, 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 that's your, that's the guy I, I can rough and tumble a little bit with my daughter too. And, and, and she can knock me down. I mean, she's, she's kind of beat me up a few times, but me, me <laughs> and my son, we rough and tumble and, and, you know, that, that's, there's, there's something very special about having both child, both children, but you know, you, yeah. you've got your son and I know you have your, your, your site, uh, Letters to Solomon. Yeah. Right. That, that you write. And I think, I think you've written that ever since he was born.
1: Yeah. You started just before actually. Yeah.
0: Okay. I, I mean, and, and imparting your, your thoughts of what it is to be a man, what it is to be a father. I, i don't want to put words in your mouth but talk to us a little bit about why you started that site and and what it's meant for you your wife and what eventually your son will see
1: yeah you know so for context uh, we have this site called letters to solomon um and it's a it's sort of like open letters that we publish which are written to um to our boy now there's a couple of the reasons that we do this um, or at least the reasons that I started it. Maria contributes to it as well. And honestly, I think her letters are better than the ones I write. But, you know, I think I'm, one of the things, my dad passed like 20 years ago, right. When I was like 25 and it was sudden. And, you know, I felt like at that point I was like barely just getting to know my dad. I think like he didn't like appreciate me as, as a man, until like I got to be an adult. Right. And so like we, you know, I barely got to know my dad because like the window where he saw me and then he was pissed at me because I didn't go to med school for a few years in there. Um, you know? And so I, I just feel like I never got to really know my dad. Right. Um, and one of the things that, that sucked about that is that, you know, I, I remember that like people always wait until they know someone's dying to try and collect these like memoirs and these memories, and record all this video and all this stuff. And I'm like, you look. Half the time every day, I feel like I forget something else already. And I'm like, I don't. I don't think my memory's gonna be there later anyway. Like I'm just not forgetful. I'm a pattern. I guess I'm a pattern guy. I remember the patterns. I don't remember um, generic, like specifics, all that well, right? But what I what I wanted was to make sure I com- contemporaneously sort of captured how I felt about things, right? And I didn't want just a highlight reel. I didn't just want like this bragging reel about all the great things I did or accomplishments or fun, things like that. I wanted it to be like my point of view on the world as the world was happening to me. And then that might change, right? So like revisit the same topic, you know, four, five, 10 times over the course of, of your life, right? So I wanted that. I wanted that, you know, not because like I'm, I think I'm going to die tomorrow, but because just in case you never know, right? right. And I wanted to make sure I minimally spent some time reflecting and talking to my son, right? That other part of me that I mentioned about like even Founder Crafts existence and, and sort of this mode of switching to like mentorship and being a teacher, becoming a dad, I think sort of enabled that mode more than anything else in me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I wanted more practice helping others, so I was helping them more. I would always help with entrepreneurs as best I could be, but I really dove into it. It was like the only thing I did, you know, for the last couple of years. And so I think like like I said, um, the first post I wrote, the first letter I wrote was, you know, the 30 things I learned on the way to becoming 40. And I found out, we had some when I was 40, I was 39 at the time, I started writing it and I just rushed to finish it before my birthday, but I got like these first, you know, 30 items down. Um, you know, ultimately I, I always tell people the first and the last are kind of the only two that really matter if you really needed it, the TLDR, right? Um, but you know, but the idea is that But by by compacting my knowledge, by trying to force myself to think about things um, and think about what I learned, I'm learning myself. But at the same time, I'm making sure he is at least aware of the mistakes that I made, right? Or the things that I learned. And it's not that I expect him not to make the same mistakes or not to make mistakes. That's part of the process, right? Um, But if he ever needed advice or guidance, maybe hopefully there's a letter to go to about it or somewhere to help him, you know, like at some point later in in time, right? It's also just been a great exercise in mindfulness. So um, I only have a few letters now that I I have a few kinds of letters that I like to write. Um, I write, like, for example, every year on my birthday, now, instead of like, doing rapid lessons, I try to take away one lesson life lesson from the year that passed. Right. So I try to really reflect back on the year. And I say, what was the most important thing? that, you know, I learned from last year, as opposed to trying to come up with a bunch of them or whatever it may be. Um, On his birthday, I also write a letter to summarize his last year of his life from my point of view, just so that he's got like a little bit of a sense of who he was from my eyes, um, you know, at, at that point. And then on key birthdays or key events, you know, I'll also write sometimes like, look, we're getting older, I have cousins and family that pass, I write about them you know uh, I commemorate them, so he understands the people who are important in my life as well
0: Dude, that that's phenomenal and not only do you write incredibly well and very poignant very heartfelt yeah. touching stories the photos that you post look the, the last one where, where you I don't know who who took the picture but you you and your boy I, I think it was was it on a, on a railroad track or, or something it was, it was a few weeks uh, ago. Yeah. Look, your your, your Instagram is uh, way beyond my anything that I can do because you got the lighting right. You even told me about a little stand, so. You you got to stand to, to take yeah. your photos at the up angle. I bought that literally the next day that you told so me good. about it.
1: <laughs> I'm, you, you, we're listening.
0: Yeah, I mean, so I, let, me, let me put it you that way. I mean, don't, I think what you're doing, just from the, that letter to Solomon, and, and you saw I posted that, that link there, just for others who can really get some um, some value from that, that. That's an incredibly important thing to do, and I I applaud you for that, brother. Um, Appreciate it. Your, your kids, and, and you know this, right? Um, they absorb everything. Yeah. Everything, I mean, you, you always hear it from the old timers, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, they'll, time slips by, um, do it now before it's too late, give me my flowers before I'm gone. You hear all, yeah. all these uh, colloquial, all, all these sayings, but what you're doing is real time and it, it matters. Right, because you and your wife are contributing to it and it, it, it's better than a time capsule. It, it's better than putting it in a shoebox because it's real time and, and and it's living. So keep doing it because I'm reading it. Um, and, and, and and it's some really good stuff. It's well, really you know,
1: the other thing to it, James, is that I, I hope it inspires people to try and do something similar. Yes. You yes. know, um, ultimately. Yeah. because too often what I hear is, Oh, I wish I, I could do this. And I'm like, you can do this. Yeah. You don't even have to write. If you like, if you just want to say it, get a video, you know, you know, get your phone out and record a video. If you need, if you need someone else to ask you, just hit, let someone prompt a question to you and say it, but you know, whatever it is, I think it's just super valuable, you know, and I've had dads write me many dads. I've been on a bunch of dad podcasts and parenting podcasts as well. And, um, and they're always like, oh, yeah, you know, like, and I'm like, I'm not doing something special, per se. I'm doing something that all of us have the potential to do, but we don't necessarily make the time to do. Well,
0: I, I'm going to correct you because what you are <laughs> what you're doing is, is special and it's not the norm. Right. And it's I, definitely not I, the norm. I wish it was the norm. So yeah. continue to do what you do, because, yes, you are inspiring us, uh, every, everyone, I think, in terms of what you're doing and kind of like I, like I said earlier, you know, the world needs a hug right now. Yeah. <laughs> and and those types of, uh, of, of uh, bits of feedback, those types of contributions are really helping, especially to our youth, uh, especially when it's a little guy that's running around in your house right now, uh, just wait till he starts eating all the food. I, wait until he's, wait yeah, until the I'm you know. trying to get him to eat one, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I come downstairs and my guy is in the pantry uh, with the door closed, with his earphones on and he's just eating everything that's in there. I'm like, Dude, are you kidding me? But I love it, <laughs> it myself. So, I mean, those are the things that, that we soak up. Um, we've talked about your business life. We talked about your personal, your family life. Yep. I really want to talk about kind of some personal things that make up you on a day-to-day basis. Because we have a very similar routine, I think, right? In terms yeah. of how, how our days start. Um, so that, that picture that I posted, yeah, you you don't you don't look like that anymore. I mean, you, you got you got a little you got a little upper upper <laughs> chest action going. Talk to the folks about uh, talk to the. You make you about make your chest look bigger, you know, by by removing the belly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I need I should have cropped it just a little bit more. That, that, that's what I. You know, hold, hold on. Let us let, let's crop just a little bit more. <laughs> but but you know, on on a real talk to us about uh, what you're doing to take care of yourself. Because again, from a, I'll call it a transformation, right? I mean, yeah. not, not that you were in anything bad back then, but dude, you look like you've definitely turned the clock back. Talk to us about what you're
1: doing. You know, um, so I guess it, these things are all tied together right like you remember I, I mentioned my dad died early when he was you know or when he was like 50 uh five or six right i was 25 um we have like a great history of heart disease and diabetes and high cholesterol in the family uh you know we're west indian it, it, you know my all my entire dad's generation they all died right like like, like by 60 65 right okay Um, One of my lessons to Solomon is like bellies are bad. Right. So like my dad had that, one of those big bellies that was like hardened and it was always there, you know? Um, And I, you know, I've always tried to stay in shape. Like, you know, the gym was always like part of my routine. Um, You know, I graduated college, like 125 pounds. I was a super skinny kid growing up, super light. And then one summer gained 20 pounds of muscle um, after, after college. Right. Um, and I've always stayed a bit in shape, but it was never um, – I, I went through fits and spurts of, like, caring and then not caring, you know, letting uh, – doing really – being really focused then letting go. Um, and then when I moved to Denver, um, I actually just decided – I was like, well, you know, now I'm here. I don't have to be the San Francisco Greg anymore. Like, who do I want to be now, right? Like, you know, like, uh, it's a chance to – I wouldn't say reinvent – but it's to re-baseline who I am, right? Um, and, you know, like in, in San Francisco, me is like maybe like a pure startup technology person. I, I didn't necessarily want that to be the only way that people might think of me. And because it's not the only way I think of myself, right? Um, and so, like, you know, I have a lot of, a couple other passions, you know, like fashion is, is one of them. Um, and That's and, true, that's like true. That, right, uh, also not depicted particularly well in the, to form a picture.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I, I might even see I didn't even bring that up as a topic because I remember you had a a Google share of yeah. it was suit of the week or suit of the yeah. it was even suit of the day. Yeah, suit of the day
1: for twenty days so a month. I, straight. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. I, I,
0: I can't keep up with you. Um I, well, I, I, you got, know. <laughs> I got some decent I got something decent in the closet, but every yeah. single day they come out with it. oh my
1: so, um, yeah, you know, so there's that, uh, there's, there's fashion, but then fitness was another thing. And when we got here, um, I don't know, you know, something clicked to me and I just said like, well, um, it's interesting how all these things go together. Like I was saying, so obviously my, my family's health history sort of was like one reason that fitness is always on my mind. Um, when, when I, when Solomon was born, I'd never watched YouTube at all, like ever. Right. And then suddenly I'm up all night and I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna, like I don't know what else to watch. And I just started watching YouTube and it, YouTube just turned out to be this great place because I could find anything that I was interested in. And I was like interested in like, you know, fitness was one of the things. So I started watching like, you know, you know, workout routines and other things like that. I would, I would always, but I've always, I've gone to the gym at like five in the morning, probably since I've been like 23, 24. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, if I go to a gym, it's always like early, early in the morning, but I didn't always go to a gym. Like I had months where I'd hurt myself, or, you know, et cetera, like that. Right. But the longest I think I ever went without working out was maybe a year. Right. Um, but, you know, that was sort of always like there. But what, what really got to me is I was watching this one kid and he did this contest every year called Summer Shredding. Right. This guy, Christian okay. Guzman, he's got a YouTube channel. And I'm like, I watched him for three years and I'm like, why am I watching somebody lose weight? Right, like, why don't I just do this? Right, like, <laughs> so, um, so you know, and, and this was like in Marchish. I just come back from South by. I was as the probably the heaviest I've been in the year. It's like one hundred fifty. No, it's like one hundred forty-eight pounds, one hundred forty-nine pounds. I've been drinking, eating crappy for like the whole part of a while you know we moved. Uh, yeah. we drove out I know weeks. South by. Like, yes. You know, post holiday weight. I just like I didn't feel good at all. Right. And I was like, all right, I need to stop drinking. So I was like, forget it, I'm going to enter this contest, right? So you you pay like $20 and it's an online contest. You just take pictures. And I'd never ever done this before, right? I'd never shared a picture of myself like without a shirt on before either, right? Um, And so I just like, when I started like doing what I like had been learning passively but never for practice, right? And so I started like dieting, I started working out more intently, started tracking all my workouts, um, and I've done this many, many times in the past. I've usually been the one rallying people to get back into shape or try to work out, or do a thousand push ups, whatever things we're going to do here and there. But um, I got into it and I went from 147 or eight pounds, like uh, right after South by early March, to um, 126 pounds in June. Um, and I uh, didn't know it at the time, but I probably was around like six percent body fat, like like when I did that cut. Um, (laughs) And uh, you're you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me.
0: Well, so so first of all, before you go on, so 120 some pounds. Your your height though. Tell everyone your height. Uh, So I'm like about uh, five five and a half. Yes. Okay. See, I'm I'm I'm, I'm six foot. Yeah. I'm I'm six foot, and I and I weighed in this morning at one eighty five. I keep I keep which is still lean yeah <laughs> so, I, I'm
1: not at six percent
0: yeah I'm we can talk about that later too but keep going. <laughs> yeah
1: but you know I don't know I just got committed to it and it, it's um it's just something I enjoy because it has it pays all these dividends right like yeah um, it, it keeps me it keeps my mind energized it it helps me. Um, I love learning how to program my body like that. There's just this other whole sort of domain of things that, um, it's really interesting and powerful to be able to do something that this is one thing I know other people can't do, right? Like the, the, like understanding the science of your body, being able to program it, having the will and the determination. Like I love that kind of mental challenge for myself is, is really powerful. Um, you know the the health benefit, the longevity. I, it feels like an investment in being here for my son in the long term. Um, you know, look at end of the day. Last year, I did enter, uh, I did my first bodybuilding show, and I oh, what's, and what's he
0: got? You got medals there. Look at look at this. Yeah. He's got some hardware you know, to show. I got some medals to show
1: for it too. So, oh man. Um. So yeah, so that, you know. So, um, so that was that was your first show. That was my first show. It was December first. Um I was uh, I competed it, I, I think it was 133 for that trip. So so here's the journey. After I got down to 126, I was like, here's now here's the interesting story of how everything I do overlaps with something else, right? Okay. Okay. So Foundercraft, my real goal. I've been working on this book actually, uh, called um, Minimum Viable Person. And the idea is like a product manager's guide to life, right? And the whole idea of the MVP is – of the minimum viable person is that you have, like, actually have all these commitments out in the world. And I'm trying to get founders to actually balance their life to not be all work, but to actually, like, invest in their health, invest in their relationships, invest in all these other parts of their their life. And so I started – I got to thinking. I'm like, well, what would be the thing I could do – like, I don't want to become a nutritionist and I don't want to be a trainer, but I need something – to make sure that every founder is gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna to listen to this guy. And I said, you know what? A picture of me on stage as a bodybuilder <laughs> would be the undeniable proof to, to STFU, right? And I'd be like, okay, this guy could, can run a startup and can do that, like, oh, and he's a dad. And In a spare powerful. time. Like, okay. Right. And I was just like, I needed, I I needed like a credential of some kind on this other part of my life or my experience to help them. Right. Like to help validate myself in making this case. And so it overlapped with this other dream, like this other idea that I was working on. And so I was like, great, I'll do the show. And so I walked December 1st and, you know, uh, I I was in the master's category as well. It's 44. Um, I won, I got first place in my category because there was no one else in it. Yes. No, I'm still, I'm yeah. still clapping. <laughs> <laughs> you, you showed up
0: because you were there. You won. That's it, right? You, you I, put I was, in work. I showed
1: up. Yeah, you can win sometimes for showing up. Uh, I, I, I'm proud of the other ones, though. I got like third place. To, uh, I don't remember how many. I got four. I don't
0: remember there's how many medals. A lot, there's I got. a lot of lot of medals over. Um, all, so I but
1: do. I beat one guy, and that's the one I'm actually proud of. Like I beat another guy who really was competing. Right. Um, like, So um, I so I, you know, the, the third place actually means a lot more to me than the, than the first place. Um, and I have, a, I have a couple of those. But the interesting thing, James, is I, you know, I was the shortest guy by like several inches. I was the oldest guy by like probably a decade. Wow. Uh, and I was the lightest guy by thirty five pounds. So the guy that I beat for third place was competing at one seventy and I was like one thirty five. Right. So um, after that, I committed after the show, I basically committed that I want to do one more show a year for the next five years because I want to win at 50, which would put me in the next category for Masters. So are you trying for your pro card? Oh, I don't want to get a pro card. I'm not I'm not interested in that at all. Um, I, I just I like it because. It keeps, it forces me to stay very much in control and on top of my diet and my mental game throughout the year. Um, and just like the cherry on top is just the competition. I, I don't do, I, I will never compete to win per se. Like, I don't think I have the genetics actually to win, right? Um, but I like, that's just the reward for doing the work, right? Like,
0: yeah, yeah. you know.
1: Okay. You know what?
0: Maybe I should. Uh, I'm not. I don't want to compete against you because you'll win. And look, yeah, before you didn't take a lot of pictures with your shirt off, but now you know every other picture on Instagram. You know, you I got have, one whole Instagram account for that. If you want to see, I, Oh, I see him. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I see him. You know, he he's you're flexing every day, and I'm looking at him like, oh my god, I need to do some more sit ups every day. <laughs> you know, I don't do any sit ups. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my my uh, six pack is down to a two and a half pack after yeah. <laughs> after, lo- after lockdown. So, are you back in the gym? Because I I was just able to. Our gym just opened two days ago, and I've been back. go? The last two days, I've I've been back every
1: last two days religiously, early AM
0: with my so master, with you, gloves on.
1: I will I went um, I went the first day they opened. Ours opened last week or this week actually, and I went Monday and. It was more full than ever. Yeah. Um, and I went into the 6 a.m. slot and I was just like, Jesus, this is way worse than normal. Right. Like, so I like I signed up. I have two gyms. The one that I went to is my the larger gym and it's a 24 hour gym, which is why right. I went. Yeah. I used to go at three in the morning because I, I wake up like three in the morning, three thirty in the morning, usually like or, or, organically. And I don't like to waste time. So once I wake up, I'm like, well, I may as well go do my workout. And you know, like if you're doing cardio and whatnot, it's sometimes it's an hour and a half of working out, right? Because you got like 45 minutes of your workout, then you got 45 minutes of cardio. You know, that's like a lot of time early in the morning. And now they don't open till six. And so all the other people who would show up at five and at six are also there. Yep. And I felt I honestly I just didn't feel very good about it. I live with my in-laws, I got two elderly people in the house, I got my son. Um, I just I went the first day that you're not required to wear a mask while you're working out. Um, you, you know, like and I just didn't feel very good about it. And so I was like, forget it. I'm not going back to that one. Um, I've been cycling. I started cycling last week, actually for, for like first time ever really. And you know, I haven't had a bike since I was 18. Um, and I, I did 75 miles last week. I did about 40 miles this week and then I crashed on Friday. And now my leg hurts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um uh largely because I started cutting for for real for the show um that's not funny Eric uh- <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so so before you go let me give you some context uh yesterday me and 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 Eric actually did a, sh- a segment on ATN live about the gyms that are just opening because yeah. so he's a 24-hour fitness person he went yeah. there as well and you said the six o'clock uh, schedule or segment. So apparently yeah. they're they're tracking when you, you can only go in at but as particular. It's open to six now, so you get all the the boring yeah. people.
1: Yeah.
0: So I mean, that's literally what he was saying too, right? I go in, <laughs> I didn't feel the exact same. Something's wrong. So they went to another gym because they, they had the exact same yeah ill experience. So, uh, so, so I, I have two good. gyms,
1: and the other one, which is closer to me, which I can bike to. Opens Tuesday, and I know all there's all even on normal days, there's only like six people there. I know all the people, so even if there was fewer, I'll feel better being there at six than at the big one, right? right. Um, so if not, I'm gonna join Anytime Fitness, which is right near my house. It's 20, you have a club, and then I can go in by myself. But I haven't trained at all. But I'll be happy to say this. I, I got in. I still benched 195, like, for rep, like, first oh, six. You know, there there you go. show.
0: You know, uh, there, there, stop
1: showing off. First time back. I got two pairs of dumbbells home. That's all I had. Pair 45, pair 25s.
0: Well, <laughs> so I don't know. You can, can barely see it on the screen. But my 1130 at night COVID lockdown purchase, you know, impulse was a, Pel- was a Peloton. Oh. Um, we got an echelon,
1: too. I've never ridden it.
0: <laughs> thank you for keeping the economy going brother but uh yeah uh, uh this thing right here believe the hype uh i i bought it i'm i'm on it I'm, I'm gonna get on it in about another hour this this is what kept me going for the last couple of weeks before my gyms open <coughs> I've, I've gone in kind of been very timid to be honest with you just just wanting to make sure i i had the the, the mechanics back Right. Yeah. I haven't haven't tried to go back to my same level I've, I've what, kind of been what's the what's seat been, though head. is it was it crowded or yesterday was not uh, I don't think everyone really paid attention to the calfit website and said hey we're back open so come in the right. things and and the hours are different today was a little more crowded uh folks I'm the only one and the workers that are wearing masks um I don't like that but <laughs> and every other piece of cardio is open right so they've got okay. one 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 in between so you yeah. so you have some bit, bit of social distance but you figure every all the Nautilus equipment all all of those <laughs> things are already 6 feet apart so right. they didn't have to move a lot of that equipment but yeah uh, i I'm, I'm starting to feel it you know i, I got my, uh, my my glutamine in me right now because i was pretty sore uh, <laughs> yesterday so i ha- had to do some recovery on that I, I got my foam roller that i'll hit too but yeah i I agree with you hundred percent, man. It's, it, it's the mental thing. It's a spiritual thing and it really does encompass every other thing that we do. Right. I mean, if you, you go in and put your whole heart and your whole effort into taking care of your mind, your body and your spirit, you're going to be better for yourself. You're going to be better for your family and you're going to be better for the sphere of influence that you have. So your, your, your work life and, and everything else around that yeah. it's, it, it's critical to do those things. So, um, uh, Nick's show
1: is when? Uh, so if I do it, it will be August 22nd. Oh, you'll do it. Oh, you'll do it. I <clears throat> so here's the thing my goal was to be five pounds heavier every year that I compete, right? So, so I was 133 when I cut down for last year. My goal is to be 138 this year. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at how I look when I'm at 138 and see if I feel like it's like, I don't want to win, but I don't want to be last. Right. <laughs> so, um, that
0: right there, put that on t-shirt. Yeah. Put that you on know, <laughs> and, and, and,
1: and so, you know, here's the thing. I was bulking. Um, I went up, I was up from, uh, you know, from 133 in December. I would, when I started cutting, I was at 158. Right. Like when quarantine started, I was at 158. Right. And my target weight was 170 for the end of May. And then I would have started cutting down to get to hopefully 130, like 150. Right. You know, like lose 30, 30 pounds. You know, get a lot of fat in the process. Right. Um, and so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm better. I'm up right now. I can tell I'm up without the like without having a gym. Right. Like my body fat's probably I'm at like 10.5 today. Right at I
0: like 140, me. point you, you, and a half. You, you, I meant, I meant yeah. okay, I don't even, I'm, you're killing me. <laughs>
1: it's, it's a thing. But but here's the thing, like the the stupid shit, annoying stuff is this, right? Like anyone else at my body fat would look totally ripped and I'm like still a West Indian dude, so I basically look like skinny, but not like ripped,
0: right? Like- Hold on, <laughs> I'll find a photo, I'll find a photo. Cause, I, cause I'm, at, I'm at, you're at 14, I'm at 16. So, uh, and, and, and I've decided consciously that I will never be sub-10. I don't want to be sub-10, but I, my goal is 12. So I'm I'm at 16 right now. But,
1: oh, I'm at 10 and a half.
0: <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my goal is seven. Wow. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was so, eight. F- I was eight percent for my last show, so that's why. Uh, that's fellow, why seven is.
0: You know, fellow uh, gym addict and Jim gym, Jim fanatic uh, Eric Burks on the line right there. You know, he, he's giving you a little little love, but th- that's that's pretty lean, brother. That's, okay, I like it. I like it.
1: Here, this this was uh, I was at you link. This was December first. This is what this is what eight percent looks like on me. <laughs> Let
0: me see here. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm do it. Let's see here. <laughs> well, first of all, folks, uh, you know this, this is the man's site right here, and this is what I'm. You know, these are the pictures that I get every day, right? I mean, this, this guy is walking around with no shirts on. That's my normal oh. feed. Now, now it's yeah. not. A no, way. no, he, he he's flexing with 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 metals all over him and everything. Yeah, that was a the show. There you go. <laughs> yeah, this this guy right here is it's just impressive. All right, let's 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 see what we got here. This was this was the photo
1: shoot before my show, so that's like that's what eight percent looks like on me. Dude,
0: you look uh, you're a bad man right there. (laughs) You you you, you've always been a. eccentric with the hairstyles too. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, <laughs> trilogy, <right? laughs> we we can have a whole nother show about that, right? Just you know the, the fashion, the hairstyles, uh the suits. We we, we can go for, for hours about that. But yeah you, yeah, you you you've got it going right there, but you're, you're gonna do all right. You're gonna do all right. <laughs> I love it. So I love yeah.
1: It. I you know I'm i I'm a character, I guess they say <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're you know you're, you're you're multi-dimensional and that's 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 great i mean i mean that i mean really that that's commendable because you, you've got i guess in, in in summary right i mean you've got so many things going on you've seen so many things you, you've done so many things right from a business and, and from a personal perspective and you and you take a lot of that experience and, and you impart that on folks around you through founder craft and through some of the other things that you do but you focus on a work-life balance. You know, my, my old employer had had that kind of as a mantra. You, you you don't just work all day, every single day, worrying about a dollar. You you focus on and uh, let me know if I'm putting words in your mouth, but you focus on what's important to you, society, and 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 what makes you happy and what kind of change that you can make right And you know, i i worked for apple for 10 years so you're trying to make that dent, that dent in the universe right and they, yeah
1: they're, they're, i i uh, will say this james and i i'm guilty of doing this myself <clears throat> is we all have a lot like even us we we still invest in our fitness but for me a lot of it becomes like part of the job too right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think like The reminder you have to give yourself constantly is that it's a privilege and you should be grateful for it, right? Like to have it, to have the ability to do it, you know, um, and to be able to have the time and the luxury to invest in yourself is something that you should value. And, and, you know, the day gets slotted up into like this time, this time, this time, this time. And, you know, we usually don't – it's easy to not stop and take a breath and appreciate that you have that time to do it. Right. Yeah. And that and that as much as it may feel like work, that you're getting something out of it. Right. Like and, and and remember that you are getting something out of it, because I think that that ultimately is the fuel for it to keep going. Right. Yeah. Um, because, that, you know, as you know, you've been an entrepreneur as well. You know, all pursuits in life require fuel and energy. Right. And right. Uh, that fuel tank is only refueled by being able to. Um, acknowledge the progress you've made, to look forward to the thing that's to come, right? Uh, and to be grateful for the things that you have already, right? Like, and so, you know, without that kind of perspective on things, it's easy to deplete your energy to, or, you know, interest or, or desire to do anything almost.
0: Yeah. That's pretty heavy there. I, I got to think about that a little bit. That's... Um... That, that that's very introspective as well right because if you if you don't appreciate where you are today how are you going to appreciate where you're trying to go i i, I think from from a from a summary perspective I that i think i'll put it that way um dude you're you're a special guy right? <laughs> i i i really and i i want this recorded i want this known you are a good dude right Absolutely. uh Congratulations on everything, on on the successes, on the failures, on the on the journey, right? You you have been there, you've been back, and what you're doing is you're 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 sharing, right? You 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 you're helping those coming behind you avoid some pitfalls, and you're helping them to you're guiding them in the right direction. So for that, we fellow business people, we fellow entrepreneurs, we fellow folks that are in in, in the business world, say thank you for that, for caring about where you are, and where you came from kind of thing. Uh, I thank you for being a good father. Uh, Definitely thank you for being a good husband as well. Um, I will never get to 10%. Or ten point five, so so I I would have a four letter word or something to say to you about that right now, but uh, i am be good. I'm gonna I, be good I, when I get I, to my twelve percent. It's coming. We we you, you know how to fix
1: it. You just don't want to fix it. That let's be clear. <sighs> and, <laughs> and that's an okay choice. All right.
0: <laughs> I have different goals. My my yeah, my, right? my goal my goal is twelve percent. And so my, my, I'm, like, I'm at 186 today. My goal is 195,
1: 12%. Which is huge. I mean, like, if you think about it, that, that's such a big difference. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> that, that is way harder than my goal. Let's put it that way. All right. like is I can lose fat and muscle quickly and get down to a number, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I've got till October. I got till my, uh, what am I now? 50? Uh, 51? I don't know. Yeah. Well, o- October twenty eighth, my next birthday. That that that's my that's my next goal. When I don't see when when you get over fifty, dude, you start these are these things. Yeah, it, it definitely gets harder and harder every year, man. So. <laughs> I love it. That's uh, okay,
1: Eric. Twenty two percent is lots of room for. Yeah. Food.
0: Well, you know, again, he he's been locked down COVID too, right? You know, he, <laughs> yeah. he he's an ice cream guy
1: though. So this I mean, guy, By the way, fifteen he, is, is like under twenty. Ain't bad. Like, you know, and I, I recommend most people be like, you know, around 20 is pretty is pretty OK. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, that that's true. Right. Re- reality and what you can achieve and maintain without going through cuts and bulks and food preps and all that. I mean, yeah. just just being comfortable, be, being healthy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Mid 20s is, is fine. You know, we, we've we've just got some some. Some some deviated goals than than what uh, I think everyone the majority of totally I don't is.
1: recommend any of the crap I do to anyone. <laughs> 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 I would
0: I would love to see so next photo you post on Instagram please post like your refrigerator, your your, your food prep or you know the either the is the same
1: food every day <laughs> <laughs> protein you know, French no, toast
0: that's my daily food. <laughs> oh, hold on, you know <laughs> the stack that you go through every day—your protein, your freeze, what, whatever the case may be. It, it's yeah. Well, I, I mean, sixteen hundred eating, eating
1: 1600 calories a day. So, wow. Yeah, and my, my RMR is like 1,700, 1,750. So, like, I'm not okay. like off by a huge amount. Like, you know, I, I got tested for like what my RMR was, and yeah, because uh, I'm I'm light, right? Like, I'm 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 a small guy. You know, in general. So, like, I just don't have the same kind of dietary, you know. I, this is what I found out, by the way. Everyone's like, oh, 2000 calories. I'm like, if I eat 2000 calories, I basically gain weight, <laughs> which is great when you want to bulk, right? Like, yeah. but, but yeah, like, yeah. it really sucks. Like, last year, there were days when I was eating 1,100 calories a day. And that was not nice.
0: <laughs> I don't even want to, I don't even want to. No, or talk because i bet you were just grouchy and you learn like,
1: you you learn a lot about yourself when you're eating 1100 a day <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i will say you for everyone who thinks this is not i don't recommend what i'm doing per se but the discipline like every little bit of the discipline you can reintroduce into your life i think is good yeah right um, and, and by the way, I'll, I'll share my four, my four tips. I, when I, I, I'm not a coach, but I, I do give people advice if they ask me, right? And I, I share with them that there's like the four R's that I recommend for how to lose weight if you're trying to lose weight. It's very, very simple, right? Um, step one is refrain. Like I'm a big fan of intermittent fasting. So I think if you manage your eating window, even at all, you will see an improvement most likely, assuming you can do it. The second R is record. Um, <clears throat> just capture, start keeping track of what you do. I, ideally, use an app, but if you don't want to use an app, write it down. Just at least mentally take note. The awareness is what creates consciousness around it. The third R is to replace. So find the crappy things you eat and just replace them with better versions. You like potato chips? Great. Eat baked potato chips. Don't eat fried ones, right? Like you like um, this kind of meat? Maybe switch it up for turkey or something else once or twice a week or whatever it may be. And then the first, uh, the fourth one is reduce, uh, which is actually then changing your calorie intake. And so you get, a, you have a lot of wiggle room before you actually change the number of calories you eat, just by changing those other things. And they will all have a net return uh, for you in just managing your weight, if that's your goal, right? Like, um, and I don't force people when I give people this advice. I'm like, don't do the second one until you can do the first one, right? Like, so if you can't get the first one done, oh, that's a good point. Not useful yeah, yeah. to do the second one right? Yeah. So if you can't start to control when you eat, you will not be able to m- muster the control to do any of this other stuff, you know? Yeah. So like getting a 12-12 like fasting, that's fine. Totally fine. Like everyone can do 12-12, right? Like just make it so easy for yourself. And then you start to switch it up, right? Like, and then everyone who's done fasting, we said, I, did, I never thought I could do it. Now they can do 24-hour fast because it's you build up, you build up your way to it, right? <clears throat> I and mean, Those four things just simple things nothing complicated you make your way there right and then you find what makes you happy and you will lose weight i guarantee you, because ultimately losing weight is all about it's just math It's how many calories you put in your body and how many you know
0: you burn right it's counting macros is all math. yeah ladies and gentlemen this is why i bought this man on on camera to just have him talk I, I i don't even need to talk I, I i just i just set him up with really three <laughs> subjects and we, we we said we were going to go for 30 minutes we've gone for an hour and <laughs> I, I i i'm just going to say i hope that this was beneficial i hope this was valuable for me i i i, I when i went off screen you guys i was taking notes right? <laughs> I was taking stuff down like the the minimal minimal vital uh, person, for a person yeah. oh yeah i Look, I'm, I'm writing stuff down so, so I can, can take this back, right? And, and the four R's, uh, I've got those memorized now. You see uh, my, my friend Eric is, is wanting to see this, this video as well. So for that, I'm saying, again, thank you, brother. I mean, yeah. for the time, thank you for the information. Thank you for you. Um, tell the folks how they can get in contact with you if they either want to talk business fitness or they just want to learn about sure life of um, Colorado dad
1: you obviously uh, on my I'm an Instagram gregariously but if you want fitness it's fit by default fit x default but feel free to email me uh, gregarious at foundercraft.com you can put it up on the screen too if you like um, but uh, that's my email address feel free to reach out I'm always happy to chat with anybody yeah. <clears throat> you know Um, I don't really care about the topic. Like I said, I view success as being, is trying to be as well-rounded as possible. And so um, I have, obviously, we all have experience in in multiple parts. I think where I'm good is leveraging my experience to make sure like if there's anything useful that I can make applicable to you, I will.
0: Yeah, and and I will put all of those links and this email kind of in the show notes as well because I think I, I, I told you, I'm gonna pull the video down, throw that up on YouTube, pull the audio down, put that on Pat Podcast. so this content will continue to live and uh, I think be a benefit and a value to folks who take a, take the time out of their day to listen to it. So with with that, Greg, thank you, brother. Get back to your family, Enjoy the rest of your night. I will see you virtually in the gym tomorrow morning. i'm I'm not gonna be there three o'clock. <laughs> um, my, my gyms are still on, on on special COVID hours, so I'll be there at 7 a.m. I will be there at 7 a.m. I'm m. waiting so for them
1: to go, go back to normal hours so I can like be alone in the gym again like usual.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, and, and what you just sent me in, in, our, in our back channel, I will make sure that folks... Yeah, uh, as, as that was the mentioned. original
1: origin post for the Minimum Bible person.
0: Definitely okay. I will, you know what? I will actually turn that into we're all content creators, right? I'll turn that into a post on on Infotainment News. Right? That's that's, that's what we do, right? <laughs> Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Have a, have a great day. Thank you again. Uh, it's a time, man. I will talk to you soon. Thank you, everyone, for watching. I'm James Six, as you know, on Infotainment News or at James Six Twitter, Instagram, all those good places. I will see you next time. Mm-hmm. Be safe, be good.